time with me, Jarek, a.k.a. Jarius D, and my guest for today, Miss Crystalline Nelson. So, Miss Nelson, we got a few more questions, and okay. then we're going to get into your event tonight, the Colored Port Saga, Colored Faith Walk Art Exhibit. Yes, sir. All right, so we have a few more questions. How do you, Miss Nelson, define success? Wow, the golden question. Success. I would say success is having peace with where you are, recognizing that your work and your journey have gotten you to a place where you can be content, but not content to where you don't challenge yourself, but just to the place where you can understand, I've earned this, I've worked for this, and I can rest in this success. And then, of course, we can grow and we can evolve and do more, but just getting to a place where you don't feel like you have to grind nonstop. Mm -hmm. Getting to where you can, you can say, hey, I'm thankful for where I am at this place, whatever that looks like. Okay. And what is the best advice you can give to someone thinking about starting a business or pursuing their dreams? One, do it. Don't talk yourself out of it. <laughs> There's always going to be a what if. There's mm -hmm. always going to be a, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got, I got this. I got this. I got this. There's never going to be a time in your life where life is going to say, hey, I'm going to leave you alone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you get yourself together and I'll come back. Life does not care about your priorities. Mm -hmm. It's going to do what it's going to do. Therefore, we cannot hold ourselves up because of life. We've got to figure out how to navigate within it. Yes. Okay, so now we're going to talk about your events. Yes. Uh, tell my viewers about the Colored Port Saga Colored Faith Walk Art Exhibit. So the Colored Port Saga is a body of work. The Colored Faith Walk is the first installment of this work. Mm -hmm. And colored comes from some years back, an older white man said that I was nice for a colored girl. And I thought that term was gone decades ago. Mm -hmm. But at that time, that just stuck with me. I had never been called colored before. I had never heard that. So I, I began to question what it was to be colored. In America, I began to question what that meant. The port comes from, of course, Shreveport, but it also comes from the fact that black people were docked here mm -hmm. in this land. And what has this saga looked like for colored people since they've reached this port? Whether that was Jamestown, Plymouth, wherever, or Shreveport. Where, mm -hmm. What does this look like? So we're starting in the church because that was the first institution that black people could own in any way and have some autonomy receive respect and authority within uh, even during slavery times october 2nd is nat turner's birthday yes. so we celebrate him today but his his way into being the leader he was was because he was a minister and he was literate so even during that time most slaves were not literate. The only way that they could become literate was if they were ministers, pretty much, mm -hmm. or if, uh, you know, if they snuck and did it. So 
this was the first institution that even gave us an ability to get ahead by just being able to read. This was the first institution where we were creating. We created these hymns. We created these songs. We created these sermons. We created this culture of church that still endures today. We still sing old 100s today. Mm-hmm. We, we hold on to these things, but they came from a time where we literally had nothing to our name but our integrity. So to start here means the most to me because most we just wouldn't be who we are. Black people just wouldn't be who we are without the church. We just wouldn't be. We wouldn't think the way we think. We wouldn't have the community. We just wouldn't be who we are. Whether we are still in the faith or not is another conversation, but just who we are as a people, we would not be that without the church. We just wouldn't. Okay. So what would you say was your inspiration for the event as a whole? So... I am enamored with black history. I taught black history. I made a black history curriculum. I am a pastor's child. Mm -hmm. So this is my blood. My husband is a church baby. This is who we are. So it wasn't hard for me to cultivate this. But in, in doing this, I knew that I wanted to show people how creative and diverse and how much black people create and establish even in turmoil and Mm -hmm. trauma because there's never been a time in American history where we weren't traumatized Mm -hmm. so to say that we've been constantly legally traumatized but persistent persistent in, in surviving and thriving and experiencing life beyond this, it's just, it's amazing to me. It yes. is amazing to me. Okay, and I got from a little birdie that you got some other artists featured in this particular show. I do. So can you tell us I about do. some of the artists that will be featured in your exhibit? Yes, Craig Johnson. He, of course, Craig Events from Grambling State University. Everybody knows Craig. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, he's coordinated some ushers to give us that vibe he's also done a lesson on courtesy and what church hospitality looks like jay and tina williamson everybody knows them too (laughs) they are talking about church music and what that sound is where that comes from my husband chef melvin he's talking about church food because everybody loves church plate Mm -hmm. so what does that look like and my dad it's going to be speaking from the perspective of a pastor. What does what does black pastoralship look like? So yeah, I, I didn't I didn't want to keep it just for me. I wanted other people to discuss this. Yes, I love that. And we're gonna ask one more question, and then we're gonna take okay. another break. Give me your favorite quote and why. Oh man, <laughs> I have so many. Quotes, Lord have mercy. Um, I might be, I might not get it verbatim, but one of my favorite civil rights leaders is Fannie Lou Hamer. And one of her many quotes that I love says, You can pray until you faint, but 
until you get up and work, God's not going to put it in your lap. I, one of my favorite scriptures says that faith without works is dead. Yes. The fact that we can hope all we want to, and we, we can speak well, we can have affirmations, we can do everything we want to do. But until we put some work behind what we want to see, we're not going to see it. I could have wanted this show. I've wanted this show for years. It's been a long time coming for the show. But until I put in the time and did the work, the show was just going to remain a floating thought in my mind. <laughs> it would not have ever been actualized on faith and prayers alone. It took the work. So just put in the work. Put in the work for what you want. And it's work. But it's so worth it. It's worth it. I love that. So with that, you guys, we're going to take another break. And we will be back with Miss Crystalline Nelson here at A Little Tea Time. <laughs> 